You are listening to the podcast series for Mission to Amish People. Mission to Amish People is a Christian ministry with a threefold purpose of evangelizing and discipling Amish and former Amish, helping Amish people who leave their communities by helping them transition into the English world, and by presenting the ministry to churches nationwide. You can find out more about Mission to Amish People by going to their website at www.mapministry.org. This podcast is titled Shunned with Christ by Emmanuel Esch and is part three of four. They answered and said unto him, Thou wast altogether born in sins, and dost thou teach us? And they cast him out. They put him in the band. They put him in the band. And they shunned him. They excommunicated him. But look what happens next. Jesus heard that they had cast him out. And when he found him, when he had found him, he said unto him, Dost thou believe on the Son of God? Here we have Jesus. This is so beautiful. When someone gets cast out, shunned for Christ's sake, it appears like Jesus, when he heard about it, what did he do? It says, when he found him. Evidently, he went hunting for him. Evidently, he went seeking for this man who was born blind. I can just about imagine Jesus going around asking, have you seen that man? Do you know where he's at? And when he found him, he said, Dost thou believe on the Son of God? And he answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I might believe on him? And Jesus said unto him, Thou hast both seen him, and it is he that talketh with thee. And he said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. The very sweet thing is when we are willing to lay aside our system and be put into the ban to be cast out, to be cut off, to be put out of the synagogue for Christ's sake, then Jesus will draw near. He will find us. He will come to us. He will love us. Other scriptures that I like is in 2 Corinthians 6. Turn there. Beautiful scriptures. 2 Corinthians 6, verse, beginning at verse 14. And again, this is a very clear teaching on shunning evil and so forth. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? What communion hath light with darkness? There is none. What concord hath Christ with Belial? There is none. Or what part hath he, hath he that believeth with an infidel? There is none. And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? There is none. For ye are the temple of the living God, as God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Verse 17. Wherefore, because of these things, because it is impossible for you to be a part of both camps, it is impossible for you to stay inside the system, to have the system in your heart, to be trusting in this system, and to be trusting in Christ. It is impossible for us to be unequally yoked and to walk with God. It is impossible to, have, to be a part of the devil's camp 
and the camp of Christ. Verse 17. Wherefore, he says, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing and I will receive you. I think of Abraham. God called Abraham out of his country, out of, from his family. He called him to leave his family and his country, his culture and his people and go into a land that he knew not of. God called Abraham to do that. And God calls many others to forsake their family, their friends, their homes, their culture, their religious system. Abraham was called out of a religious system. And he went, not knowing where he went. And that's what we are called to do. We are called to come out from among them and to be separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing. Be separate from the unclean thing. And then he says, and I will receive you. God the Father is interested when you separate yourself from unclean things, he will come and he will receive you and will be a father unto you and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Beautiful scriptures to someone who's facing the reality of being cut off from family and friends for the sake of Jesus. In the, the shunning that is put upon us, the shunning that is held against those who really follow Christ. It, these are beautiful verses when you're in that place and you recognize God is calling me to come out from that relig dead religious system and to just follow him. And he wants to be my father. He wants to draw nigh to me. I, he wants me to be his son and his daughter. <coughs> Beautiful words. Other, another scripture in, in John, John chapter 12, Another scripture here of uh, very clear in the German again. Scripture of being put into the in the bond. John chapter twelve in verse forty-two. We have Jesus speaking in John chapter twelve. He's the true light of the world. And then in verse forty-two he says, "Nevertheless, or no, it, it says nevertheless among the chief rulers." Also, many believed on him, but because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him, lest they should be put out of the synagogue. Here were the religious leaders who were the rulers and the leaders. They were being divided about the issue of Jesus. Is this the Son of God? Is this the one that, that is to come? But the Pharisees had agreed that anyone that would confess them, they would be put out. The German says, the Pharisees said that if you follow this Jesus, we're going to put you in the ban. One day I was visiting with a, a man in a religious setting. And I, he was kind of open and he wanted to talk about some scriptural things and he knew that he knew where I stood and he kind of wanted to you know at least make me believe that he's also a spiritual man and so he's talking we're talking about some spiritual things and so forth and then I challenged him and I said uh, I heard that every time that the ministers get up to speak in your churches 
they always preach about those that are in the band. Ah, he said, no, I said, I, no, they don't. He said, I don't hear them talk about those that are in the band. Yeah, I said, they always do. He was a little confused, and I was smiling. And I asked him, I said, was, was Peter in the band? Was the Apostle Paul in the band? What about John and James? And, you know, what about the 12 disciples, the 11 disciples? Weren't they put in the band? He kind of looked at me. It was a new thought to him. But they were all cut off. All the disciples were all cut off and all put in the band. Am I right? Look at John chapter 16, verse 1 through 3. I believe that Jesus was a prophet and that every word that he prophesied would come true. Amen? And he says here in John 16, verse 1, These things have I spoken unto you that ye should not be offended. They shall put you out of the synagogues. And in the German that says, See, verden ich in der Bondun, yea, the time cometh that whosoever killeth you will think that he doeth God's service. And these things will they do unto you because they have not known the Father nor me. So I see here that Jesus prophesied to the disciples because he was speaking of leaving them. He said, I'm going to send you a comforter. When I go, I will send you the comforter. And then he went on to say these things, that they shall put you out of the synagogue, and yet a time will come when those who kill you, when they will even kill you. And they think they're doing God's service. So he prophesied to his disciples that they would be put into the band. Were they put in the band? Absolutely. They were killed for their faith. Everyone was killed for his faith except John. Evidently died as an old, old man. Now they weren't all killed by the Jews that, that I understand, but the Jews were persecuting them. And so I just kind of smiled at this man as I shared that with him, and he kind of smiled back at me and said, well, he said, I guess they do. I guess they do always speak about those who are in a band. And so I've come to the conclusion that Jesus was in the band, he was cut off from the land of the living, it says in Isaiah 53. He was cut off. He was put out. And he went without the camp to suffer and die. And therefore, you and I, we cannot expect to be a true follower of Christ unless we go outside the camp where he is and meet him there. Well, there's there's some blessings in being in a band. There's, there's a lot of blessings in being shunned by the religious the circles that you were a part of. One of them is that it separates you from your old life. It separates you from your old friends. So that when you come to Christ, there is, a, a, there is a cutting off, there's a separation. Even in the spirit realm, you're separated from your friends immediately when you come to Christ. But also, as you begin to live a godly example, yea, and all who live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. And so when you 
come to Christ and you begin to live in a godly example and you can no longer go with your friends and do what you used to do. You can no longer accept evil, but you're now shunning evil. You're no longer just laughing with them, but you're speaking against what they're doing. You're separated from them. And they will separate you from their company. That's a blessing. Compared to being... Could you just imagine with me what it would be like to become born again by the Spirit of God and just continue with all your old friends the way you were? What would happen with the spiritual life within you? It would surely die very quickly. But God has so ordained it that there's something happens that you are no longer wanted by them. There's some verses I have here in... Uh, oh, yes. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Let's look at that. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Second, is it first or second? I'm not sure. I think it's Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians chapter 2, verse 15. You know, when someone gets truly born again, gets saved, there's something sweet about that. There's something that smells good. And I think of sometimes in times past, and we've had some revival meetings around here, and things begin to stir, and people begin to get converted and get right with God. And, and I can still hear Brother Denny say it. He said, wow, smells like revival around here. You know, and we kind of, sense that. Something smells good. And th that's a, an expression we use. It smells good around here. Reading here in verse uh, 15 of chapter 2 in 2 Corinthians, for we are unto God a sweet savor of Christ. In them that are saved and in them that perish. Notice there's two camps there. We are the sweet savor of Christ in them that are saved and in them that perish. To the one we are the savor of death unto death and to the other the savor of life unto life. And so among those sinners who we were a part of when we get converted, when we become a Christian, when we have the Spirit of God dwelling within us, when we repented of our sins and found Christ Jesus the answer for all of our life and, and that, that life of Him comes in inside of us, we smell uh, of life. And we smell of Christ and we smell of life. And we, when we get among our sinner friends again, there's something about us they don't like. They don't like that smell that we have. It smells to them of something they don't want. But when we get among our brothers and sisters, fellowship, brother Aaron, there's a sweet smell. There's a smell of life and the life to those who are in Christ Jesus. And it does smell good. We like to be there. We love it there. Oh yes, when Jesus comes. He even changes our smells about ourselves, doesn't he? Hallelujah. Such power. Glory to God. Some more blessings. The blessings of being cut off from our old friends. It means we don't have anyone around us anymore and we're forced to make new friends. And our new friends will naturally be those Christian brothers and sisters who will be good for us. I still, I look back many times and I look at my friends that I used to have. And a, it, it brings a burden on my heart, but because they're, they're, they have not been reached for Christ. I think back of all the good time we used to have together, the fun we used to have. But you know, I have no parts with them. There's just, there's no fellowship there. There's just none there. We got converted in April or March and of course, we were, still, we were still going to the old camp, even though it belonged out here. We were still going back there, that old camp, for a while. 
And we got together, all our friends got together one day again, like we usually do in the spring, it was a holiday. And they were all there, and they were all having fun, and I just didn't flow with them anymore. I, it just wouldn't work. I, I mean, we could talk about the hay and the crops and the weather, but there was not fellowship there. And I felt so separated. I just didn't feel like I was one of them. And I praised God for that because we, would, we could leave that place and go somewhere else where there's fellowship. But God has ordained it that way. The blessing of being uh, cut off. There's less temptation to go back to an old setting. Thank you for listening to this podcast series. Check out Mission to Amish People online at www.mapministry.org or keep up to date with us on Facebook and Google+. Thank you again and have a blessed day.